Welcome to the Millionaire Mom Faith, Family, and Finances Podcast. I am your host, Lanika Scott, wife, mother of six beautiful girls, blessed grandmother, from stay-at-home mom to the millionaire mom, and I did it all God's way. If you want to grow in any of these areas, faith, family, or finances, you're definitely in the right place. Are you ready? Let's get going with today's podcast. Hello, welcome to the Faith, Family, and Finances podcast. I'm your host, Lanika Scott, the Millionaire Mom. I'm excited to have you back with us. And today I will be diving in and talking about supernatural wealth blockages. And I am taking some of this teaching for my recently released book, Supernatural Wealth Transfer, It Is Time to Receive Your Harvest. And blockage number one, yes, I'm going to go on in there head first, <laughs> very, very fast. Blockage number one, we will be discussing unforgiveness. You see, unforgiveness, it blocks wealth. Unforgiveness will close the heavens over one's life. And a closed heaven means supernatural wealth is blocked. A closed heaven means many different things are blocked. Prayers, your worship, your praise can also be blocked. But because we're talking about wealth blockages, we are wanting to discuss unforgiveness and how it blocked wealth. At the root of a closed spirit is unforgiveness, and it is agenda is to block God's blessings from flowing in your life. In, Ma- in Mark 11, verse 22 through 25, it tells us if we don't forgive others, our faith is hindered and that we must forgive others so that our heavenly father can also forgive our sins. To forgive, it means to excuse for a fault or an offense, a pardon, to renounce anger or resentment against, or to absolve from payment, like clearing of a debt. This is a definition that I once heard. And I remember watching, I think it was a television show, and I believe it was Oprah. And she was talking to another guest about forgiveness and then also unforgiveness. And when she shared this definition, I knew it was something that I had to write down. And I remember even putting it in my first book, Fasting for a Breakthrough, How 21 Day Fast Can Change Your Life. But I want you to really listen in to this definition of forgiveness, giving up the hope that the past will be different. So in other words, no matter what happened, what happened in the past, it will not change. The past is not going to change. So I'm just going to give up the hope that it will be different because it will not be different. And you've got to press on through the process because forgiveness is not for the other person, but it is for you. And so no matter the pain or the injury that was inflicted, God can heal the deepest wounds. And I know you're all maybe wondering, well, why does this have to do, what does it have to do with wealth? Because again, wealth from the kingdom, right? From the kingdom of God, from the kingdom of heaven, when there is a blockage and you receiving things from the kingdom, when there is a blockage to the flow where I talk 
oftenly about the open portals over one's head where there is a direct line from the kingdom of heaven, heaven, and also earth. When there is a blockage, things just do not get through. Things do not move, right? Would you agree with that? Things do not get through and things do not move. And so when there is unforgiveness in an individual's life, things just do not get through. They are closed. And so we want to make sure that anything that is closed, that that thing is popped open. And when there is unforgiveness in your heart, when there's unforgiveness around you or in you, even in your cells, because your cells contain memory, then things are blocked. Let's look at the word blockage and what it also means. A blockage is an obstruction which makes movement or flow difficult or impossible. So if there is a blockage in your heart, unforgiveness, the things that God would try to release to you in the spirit realm will also be blocked. I am a huge believer that wealth is released in the spirit realm first. You will often hear me even talk about that even on this podcast or any of my other teachings out there. Wealth, supernatural increase, harvest, finance, abundance, opulence is released in the spirit realm first before it manifests in the natural. So becoming aware of this, it allows me to dive into the spirit, seeking to uncover those things that may be holding back the blessing. And so I want you to also think about other things that may be even holding back your blessings in the spirit realm, causing them in the natural realm not to be released to you. There is nothing more frustrating than a person who believes God for supernatural increase, move in the direction of pursuit and works hard to see the manifestation, but then find themselves subjected to closed doors, missed opportunities, and a world win of blockages. We got to find those blockages. We got to find out where they are located, where they even may be hiding. And there may be times when it seems you're doing everything right, but to no avail. Nothing seems to work. It is possible that you may not be able to see the desired financial results until you seek supernatural resolution first in the courts of heaven. You seek them by petitioning. I did a podcast. One of our episodes was on petitions and how you go before the Lord and petitions where you're writing things down so that you can get some answers, right? And so what are the things in my life that could be holding up my increase? What are the things in your life that could be holding up your increase? That's why we're talking about unforgiveness today. That's why we're talking about it because I've seen so many times, and, and I know for those of you who are even in ministry, you may have been going to church for a long time. You may even hear different pastors or even leaders talk about the fact that there are times when people will lay hands on a sick individual. And that pastor or that leader, whoever it is, intercessor, prophet, apostle, evangelist that is going forth with ministry, and they are seeking the supernatural power of God to flow through that individual so that the healing will take place. And many times, one of the first things that they will ask that individual is, who is it that you're not forgiven? Because they have sensed the spirit of unforgiveness there. They have sensed unforgiveness there, and they have sensed, wait a minute. This person needs to forgive in order for it to be released. So it's the same thing with wealth. It is the same thing with financial abundance. 
I remember years ago when we were on the rise to receive an, an incredible financial breakthrough. And I remember being in my dining room. I said, I got to go on a fast. And God began to just deal with areas of my heart. And I remember being in my dining room, out looking the window. It was on the right side of the dining room. And I was just standing there. And all I could do was say, created me a clean heart. Created me a clean heart, oh God. Created me a clean heart, right? Forgive me, God, of anything, God, or I forgive, I release. There are things that I'm holding in my heart. God, purge me with hyssop that I may be clean, right? There are things that I have in my heart. And I begin to sense the spirit of the Lord washing my heart. And so what, what he was doing, because I want you to also see this for what it is, he was cleansing the air. There were blockages in my heart, but also blockages over my head. And so he was cleansing the air, all right? And so when we remit sin in our body, we remit sin in our body when we don't forgive. This is why many people even have different illnesses happening because oftentimes there is some level of unforgiveness or even bitterness that is attached to it. The Bible even warns about bitterness, looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble. And by this, many become devout. That is in Hebrews 12 and 15, right? And, and so when you look at the different blockages that even may cause your wealth, many times people neglect to realize and even understand that even this act alone, which is why this is the first one we're talking about on this podcast today, coming from my book, Supernatural Wealth, it can bring blockages. In Deuteronomy 32 and 33, and even in Job 20 and 16, it re represents the deadly poison or venom, and talking about bitterness, a poisonous. Our entire well-being is attached, is attacked when we have one or both of these sins even in our lives, right? Damages of unforgiveness. It poisons the soul. Unforgiveness is like giving someone poison, expecting them to die, but all along you're slowly and inwardly dying. When you find yourself in a place called unforgiveness, the more you try to get out, the harder it would be if forgiveness is not released. So it's like a trap. You'll keep getting trapped. Unforgiveness can cause such a blockage in the spirit realm. We've talked about that. And as stated before, what happens in the natural is a direct reflection of what takes place in the spirit realm. Heaven gates can be closed over your life if you don't forgive. Let me share with you all some things that it can do also. It paralyzes, it stifles, it hinders, it keeps you immobile. No one wants to be immobile. And when something is stifled and when it's stuck, money can't flow through that. Wealth can't flow through that. When it's in a place of immobility, which means it is not moving. There is no movement. Streams, the blessings can't flow. Unforgiveness, it causes delusion. It is like being placed under a dark cloud and you can't see or even think clearly. 
don't worry. I'm talking about some of these things that it's causes and how we don't like it because you got to recognize if the spirit is operating in your life. And this may be one of the things I think that there are many different things that block wealth, but this could be one of the things that's blocking wealth, but not even just wealth. It's also a time stiller. It is a time taker because what happens is those those mind, you know, those thoughts in the mind, that mind, those thoughts in the mind over and over and over, like playing a record in your mind over and over and over. And you will, if you're not careful, can become even idle. And now this record is being played over in your mind. So that's a time stiller because now I'm so busy caught up in these thoughts, these repetitive thoughts of how they hurt me, the pain that they inflicted upon me, as opposed to saying, God, how can this thing work out for my good? How is it that can, I can help somebody else? But then also in that same time, that time could be a time of productivity and also a time of creativity. And when our mind is blocked by thoughts of the past and thoughts of what hurt me and what went wrong and how they did this to me, then it takes me out of the place of creativity. And in that place of creativity, that's the place where the streams will begin to come on in. I hope I'm making sense. Unforgiveness is a sin that locks the unforgiven person in their own self-made prison. Unforgiveness is choosing to stay trapped in a jail cell of bitterness, serving time for someone else's crime. My God, that is good. Can I repeat that? Unforgiveness is choosing to stay trapped in a jail cell of bitterness, serving time for someone else's crime. Let's look at how can you detect if unforgiveness is in your heart. But you best believe on this podcast today, where we're talking about different wealth blockages. And this may just be even one episode. I had a few more that I was going to go into today, but this may even be one episode because this one is really a huge one. Let's talk about how do you how you can detect it. But I'm also going to provide some solutions to this issue, okay? Because we're not going to just discuss it without providing some solutions to how you can rectify that thing. How can you detect it? Every time you see that individual or you think about that person, all sorts of ill emotions and feelings will arise. Fresh, raw, anger bitter, mad, frustrated, agitated, agitation, very uncomfortable, don't want to even look at that person. You don't want to talk to that person, right? That's, of course, if that person is still in your life, if that person is present. So that's one indicator. Number two, you see and think nothing good about this individual. All right. That's number two. So you see or you take you see and think nothing good about that individual. Number three. This is such a clear indicator. You have repetitive thoughts. So repeated thoughts of how the person wrong you keep coming to mind. So a few minutes ago, you heard me talk about like that record player that's playing in the mind and it is playing over and over again. That is such an indicator that there is some unforgiveness there in your heart concerning that individual. 
Number four, the person has already apologized about the wrong, but you keep reminding them of what was done wrong, right? So now let's get into some scriptures. Wait a minute, before we get into some scripture, let us talk about the ways that you can overcome unforgiveness. We're talking about a pot. We're on this podcast in this episode. We're discussing unforgiveness. But I want to also let you know, this is not the end all be all. There are different books on this subject written specifically about this subject. And so even as I go through some of the steps that I have listed, I want you to also be open, very open to the Holy Spirit and the spirit of the Lord, because he could also lead you to some material that I'm not talking about in this small podcast, this portion of a podcast. And so I said that because I want you to to get it, because the steps that we're going to discuss, because they will be providing solution. I just kind of felt led that for some of you, it's going to be like a journey because I even see a vision and I'm on Charisma Podcast, right? I believe we're good in a safe place for me to share this. But it's like I see a vision of some individuals being like taken on a journey because depending upon how much you have taken in, how many years you have set in that thing, just festering in that thing, how many thoughts you have even given it, sometimes it does take a little longer. Like it's not a one step, a two step, a three step thing. So I did feel led to share this as I go into some of the steps that I personally included. Number one, and the first step, you must decide, right? You would never forgive someone if you want that, if you wait until you first, until you feel like it. All right. You will never forgive someone if you wait until you feel like it. So you can't wait until you feel like it, because the the bottom line is that time more than likely will never come. Like you have to decide in your mind, I am going to walk in forgiveness. So that's one of the first things to decide, choose to obey God steadfastly, resist the devil in his attempts to poison you with bitter thoughts. So you have to make a decision that you're going to resist the enemy to poison you, you know, from his attempts with making with those bitter thoughts. And you make a quality decision to forgive and God will heal your wounded emotions in due time. Number two, depend. So the first thing you have to decide it is a decision. This is what I'm going to do. It may be difficult right? It may not all be easy, but if I rely on the help of the Lord to help me through this process, and he is going to get me through this process, but I'm still making a decision. So that's number one. Number two is depend, right? You cannot forgive without the power of the Holy Spirit. Don't try to do it. Stop doing that. And this is why, for those of you who are listening, many of you are saying, you know what, this is why. I've been trying to do this by myself. So you got to lean in to the help of the Holy Spirit and tell God exactly how you feel. I hate him. I hate her. I don't like it. B, I want you to be real and raw. But you have to know 
that you have to rely on the help of the Holy Spirit because it's hard to do this on your own, which is why so many individuals are bound by this and they need assistance in it's because they've been trying to do this by themselves. And it may take a little time. I think I shared with you just that I saw like a vision of some people got just taking on a journey. It wasn't a one hit wonder. It wasn't, it just didn't happen you know, overnight. And there are layers to this thing. Do I believe God can supernaturally come in and get all of that stuff out in one session, one prayer, one time, one? Yes, absolutely. But many times it doesn't work like that because here's why it doesn't. I want you to listen very clearly. Here's why many times those types of things don't happen because God wants you to understand the process of it all. And he wants you to be able to adequately teach someone else about that process while you are going through it and he is bringing you out. But if you are truly willing, God will enable you. Humble yourself, humility, and cry out asking for help. Jesus breathed on the disciples saying, receive the Holy Spirit. That's John 20, 22 through 23. His next instruction was about forgiving people. Ask God to breathe the Holy Spirit on you, that you can forgive those who have hurt you. So that's what we even pray. I pray that for you right now. Holy Spirit, I ask, yes, God, I ask you to breathe. Yes, the Holy Spirit, the sweet Holy Spirit over those that are tuned in right now, that the Holy Spirit can help them forgive. The third one is obedience. We discussed this so much, and you'll hear me often talk about obedience. The word tells us several things we're to do concerning forgiving our enemies. One, pray for your enemies and those who abuse you and misuse you. Pray for their happiness and welfare. And I know that this may seem very hard. We can find that in Luke 6, 27 through 28. And as you pray, God can give them revelation that will bring them out of deception, maybe to the hurt that they may be continuing to inflict on people and they don't even realize how much this is hurting people. They may not even aware that they've, they've hurt you or they may be aware but they're so self-centered and they don't even care. But either way, they need the revelation, right? So you pray for them as well. Bless them and do not curse them. That is in Romans 12 and 14. Many times that this is also a test of our Christian faith. We become believers. It doesn't feel good. We got to do what's right. We got to take the high road. In the Greek, it, the bless means to speak well of. Curse means to speak evil of. It's very simple. You can't walk in forgiveness and be in a place where you are constantly talking about others and cursing others. You can't get over it if you continue to talk about it. The Bible says in Proverbs 17 and 9 that he who covers an offense seeks love. And there's even a scripture that talks about love covering a multitude of sins. Your own unforgiveness or bitterness can sabotage your breakthrough. So 
be very careful not to harden your heart in a way that it blocks the flow of God desiring to pour in your life. Forgiveness is not a feeling. It is a decision, which is why that was number one, deciding, making a decision. Forgiveness is acknowledging that offense has been committed against you and then choosing to let it go, letting go of the resentment you may feel towards the person or persons who have hurt you. Again, I'm making a decision. I let it go. I'm letting go of the resentment of how I feel about the person or the people who have helped me, who have hurt me. Forgiveness is one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself. One other author noted, to forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the person was you. I hope that that bless you. I'm going to read it again. To forgive is to set a person, to forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. And when you get rid of unforgiveness, the barrier will be removed and your blessings will no longer be blocked. So I'm going to leave you with a few scriptures. Mark 11, 25 says, and when you stand and pray, Forgive anything you may have against anyone so that your father in heaven will forgive the wrongs you've done. Matthew 5, verse 23 through 24. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar and there rememberest that thy brother have ought against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar and go thy way. First, be reconciled to thy brother and then come and offer thy gift. Hebrews 12 and 15, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you and there by be defined. To whom you forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgave anything to whom I forgave it, for your sakes, forgive it in person of Christ. Let Satan should get any advantage of us, but we are not ignorant of his devices. That is 2 Corinthians 2, verse 10 through 11. But I'm going to leave with this one sentence that I recently just shared before I shared the scriptures. To forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that that prisoner was you. I hope and pray that this episode on the Faith, Family, and Finances podcast with your host, Lanika Scott, the Millionaire Mom, that it greatly bless you. We are talking about supernatural wealth blockages, and that was about unforgiveness. Choose to forgive, make a decision, write a list of names that may be coming up, take it before God, ask for help, say, God, I need your help, and watch God move. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Faith, Family, and Finances podcast with Lanika Scott, the Millionaire Mom. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate the show at Apple Podcasts or Spotify and subscribe wherever you listen. If you're looking for more, please visit me at www.lanikascott.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, God bless. Millionaire.